Hey family, in this video, I'm going to be talking about five reasons why what you're waiting for is delayed. But since I got a little bit of time, I'm going to get right into my notes, starting with defining what a delay is. It says here, a delay refers to a situation or action in which something is postponed or takes longer to happen or be completed than originally expected or planned. Again, a delay refers to a situation or action in which something is postponed or takes longer to happen or be completed than originally expected or planned. So oftentimes, many of us, we do not uh, perform well when things are delayed. We uh, uh, we get fickle in the middle. Uh, it's not necessarily the beginning or the end that bothers most people. It's the middle. And oftentimes when we're in the middle, we begin to get frustrated when God begins to delay certain things. The reason why I believe most people are frustrated with God or maybe frustrated with their circumstances or whatever is because of the latter part of that definition. It says it takes longer to happen or be completed than originally expected or plan. The issue is our expectations exceed the destination. Our expectations exceeds the preparation. And anytime you expect more than you execute, then my friend, you're going to find yourself frustrated. Also plan. Many are the plans in a man or woman's heart, but it's the purposes of the Lord that prevails. So the reason why we get discouraged or disappointed in the delay is because our expectations are, are higher and our plans are higher than they should. So let's talk about this post that I posted on Facebook, Instagram, and all over my social medias. It says, God is using your experiences to build your resume. Trust him. You will understand the delay soon. That's encouraging. Most of us need to be encouraged why things are being delayed. I'll break that uh, status down a little bit later. But here are the five reasons. Give me one second. Here are five reasons why things are delayed. And we're going to talk real quickly over three ways of what we need to do. Three things we must do while things are delayed. Here we go. The first one is this, divine timing. Some believe that God's timing is perfect and that delays occur to align events with a greater divine plan. What may seem like a delay to us could be a part of a bigger unseen purpose. I love that. It's basically saying that if things are delayed, it's because it exceeds our expectation and it's a part of a greater divine plan. It says what may seem like a delay. Most delays are not delays. God doesn't delay anything because delays kind of prove that he's not omniscient. Delays prove to a degree will prove that God is that God is not for that doesn't have foreknowledge. But when we understand about God, all delays to us seem like delays, but they're not delays. But here are some things that could give you indicators of why things are delayed from our perspective, but may be ticking and talking, uh, ticking and <laughs> ticking and towards God's perfect divine plan. It says divine timing. We must understand that God's timing is perfect. And we have to trust that everything about our lives is within the fabrics of God's ultimate plan for our lives. So what may seem like a delay is not a delay, but it's all working together in accordance to God's timing. Number two, lessons and growth. Delays may be a way for individuals to learn patience, 
perseverance, and other virtues. They can provide opportunities for personal and spiritual growth. So we see that the reason why that thing that you're waiting for is delayed because you still have to learn some things. What are those lessons? What are those areas that need for you to grow? And so we understand that, that the reason why things are not happening the way we expected it or planned is because we're not planning our own growth. So you got to start thinking about uh, 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 what uh, lessons do you need to uh, pass? Do you know that there's certain, there's grades that you can't get to until you pass the test? How many tests have you failed but upset because the ship hasn't sailed in regards to what you want? We have to understand that we have to pass certain tests because if we can't pass early uh, or beginner mathematics, how can we pass advanced mathematics? So there are certain lessons and areas you must grow in order for you to show. And it gets me back to the status that I post says God is using your current experiences to build your resume. The reason why God is allowing this thing to be delayed or the reason why it hasn't happened yet is because he wants to give you more experience. God is literally writing your resume as we speak. So while, while your resume is being tweaked and while your resume is being developed, you got to understand that these lessons will soon turn to blessings. But if you don't pass the lessons, then God won't pass the blessings because it takes maturity to manage the blessings. So God is using your experiences, these lessons that you're learning, these areas that you're growing in to build your resume. I was coaching a, a client of mine the other day and I was encouraging her. And this is where this point came from. It birthed for the first time in that coaching session. We talked about how um, experiences are valuable. Experiences are gold. That right now, uh, for instance, there was a, a young man that I was uh, uh, helping out years ago. And it was two people who had two understandings about the situation and perspectives. The other person grew up with their father. They didn't know what fatherlessness was. And so their view of that child was from a father-supported home. But because I grew up fatherless in my home, what I grew up in, I was able to discern and judge the situation better because I understood. My experiences were able to give me the patience that I need, was able to give me the understanding that I need to keep that kid afloat, to keep that person building their boats so they can sail on the seas of purpose. And so your experiences are valuable. So God is allowing you to sit there and you're asking God, God, deliver me out of this. No, God is using what you want to be delivered from to deliver you from things that's going to hinder you from delivering his people out of Egypt. So what are those lessons that God wants you to learn? Because if you don't learn those lessons, you won't manage the blessings. Number three, testing faith. Um, God may delay things to test our faith and commitment to our beliefs. Overcoming delays can strengthen one's faith. So the Bible talks about uh, counting all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, knowing this, that the testing of your faith produces patience. And when patience had its perfect work, you will be complete, whole, and lacking in nothing. I love that. There are prerequisites. If I can't count all situations joyful, then I will be delaying my own blessings because I'm not laying in a situation of really finding rest in God and becoming my best in God in the delay. 
And a lot of people don't really see their situation as joyful. But when you understand that a faith that hasn't been tested is a faith that cannot be trusted, then you encounter all joy when you meet various trials because, you know, various trials will make you versatile because all of us know or some of us know that the blessings that we want, the things that we want from God comes with other things. And if you can't handle the devils at this level, you're not going to be able to handle the devils at the next level. So what we have to understand is that I have to have my faith tested because faith is a muscle. And if my faith is not tested, my faith cannot be trusted. God is looking for trustable faith, trustworthy faith. Therefore, this season that you're in, even though you want to be delivered out of it, God is testing your faith, not for him to get intel, but for him to get the hell out of you so that you can be able to see the details of how you will be able to execute in your purposes, right? And so when you understand that, then God, you, then you'll friend, my friends, you'll welcome the testing of your faith because you know, it will produce patience. Everything you desire to have, whether it's marriage, children, entrepreneurship or business, whatever it is, ministries requires a certain amount of patience in order for that thing to be prudent or, or, or for it to be steward. So when you understand that, you're like, okay, if you're impatient now, then my friend, you're not ready to for patience at the next level. If you're impatient now, then you need to be a patient some more. You need to sit on the surgery table of God and let him cultivate a patience in you so that you will be able to be long-suffering for those areas you desire to be in. Number four, he's preparing the way. Delays might be necessary to prepare circumstances, people, or conditions for a more favorable outcome. We See, the outcomes we want, we have to really ask, do we really want the favorable one? See, I want God's, I want the best version of whatever it is I'm waiting on. Because a lot of us, we can get what we want. We're talented. We're gifted. We can go out there and get it. But at the same time, it won't produce a more favorable outcome. So God is allowing the circumstances to play out. Delays might be necessary to prepare circumstances, people, or conditions for a more favorable outcome. God may be orchestrating events behind the scenes. So what we have to understand is that God is for his foreknowledge. God is omnipresent, meaning he's present in your past, current situation and the future. And he has everything in your future on a timer and it's based upon your development. And the moment that you activate a level of maturity, that thing is released. And those things are, 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 are developed right now. God is developing your husband as we speak. God is developing your wife as we speak. God is cultivating and developing at a perfect time for, for the right boss to get in for your promotion, for the right situation to come. Like if me and my wife met at the right time. And I may not know how God orchestrated, but he, well, I see the, I hear the orchestra. I may not see how God orchestrated, but I definitely hear the symphony within the orchestra. So when you understand, you begin to hear the tune of God, then you'll begin to understand that everything has been orchestrated. But do you know certain circumstances are waiting for God's perfect timing? Certain developments are waiting for God's perfect timing? That the reason <clears throat> the reason why you haven't met the one or the reason why you haven't been promoted is because the circumstances are not in your favor yet? God doesn't want you to pay for that promotion. God doesn't want you to lay for that promotion and lust. God don't want you to have the, a brown nose for that promotion. The Bible says he surrounds us with favor like a shield. Most of the things that God has for us, we don't even have to pay a dime for. I want God's favor, not his funds. 
And favor comes from fellowship. Favor comes from faithfulness. Favor comes with understanding. And so there are certain circumstances, people or conditions that's that's working behind the scenes for God's perfect time. So you just wait for your turn. Last but not least, protection. It's possible that what seems like a delay is actually a form of divine protection. God may be preventing us from harm or guiding us towards a better path. What you thinking is a delay is actually God's protection. See, don't get mad at the rejection because you may be getting mad at God's protection. It was God that broke y'all up. It was God that forced you out of that job. It was God because God knows who's up the road. And a lot of the things that we're asking God for, we're not asking God to fortify us for. And God is saying, man, I wish I wish I could. But if I give you this thing right now, man, you're done. If I give you this thing right now, you're going to leave me. If I give you this thing right now, you don't know how crazy this man going to be in four years. You don't know how sick in the mind this woman going to be in three years. And you're desperately asking me for something. That's why we understand that everything God does is for our protection. Now, while waiting for things to happen or progress, there are several productive three things, uh, actions you can take. Number one, patience and acceptance. Accepting that delays are a natural part of life and often beyond our control is the first step. You cannot manipulate God. You cannot force God. You can cry every tear. He'll collect them, but they won't make him do what you want him to do. So you have to accept the fact that it's outside of your control and be patient. Practicing patience or practice patience as impatience can lead to frustration and stress. So if you're impatient, then that's a, that's a, something that you got to look in the mirror about. Why are you impatient? <clears throat> Why do you want it so badly? Anything you want badly is bad for you. So you got to say, why am I so impatient? Impatience is the number one clue that you're not ready for what you want. Impatience is the number one sign that you're not ready for what you're asking God for. So if you're impatient with it, you need to be a, more of a patient for God and let him work on you. Practice patience as impatience can lead to frustration and stress. Understand that some things take time to unfold and it's essential to maintain a positive attitude during the waiting period, the Bible says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary, and they will walk and not faint. Something along those lines. You heard me say in multiple videos that sitting down doing nothing doesn't renew strength. But when you're waiting on God and you're serving him and you're reporting for duty and you're seeking first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness, my friend, you will begin to see strength. You'll begin to see your strength renewed like the eagle. <clears throat> You'll begin to see you navigating this delayed season, quote unquote, better. So you have to maintain a positive attitude in order to write, in order to reach the promised altitude. Next, preparation and self-improvement. Use the extra time afforded by delays to work on self-improvement and personal development. This might involve acquiring new skills furthering your education, or pursuing hobbies and interests that you've neglected. Focusing on self-growth can help you feel productive and prepare for when things eventually move forward. That's key. Use the extra time. The issue is the reason why we're not extraordinary is because we're not using the extra. We're not taking man. We're not managing the extra. 
Right? So what we have to understand is that we have to use the extra time that we have to invest in us. Why do we want God's best when we're not God's best? Why do we ask God for God's best when we're not God's best for the best that we're asking God for? Best must match with best. Best doesn't match, doesn't mingle or mesh well with stress. Best doesn't mingle well with mess. You have to pass the test to become your best to match the best that you want because best times best reaches better outcomes. So use the extra time afforded to you. God is affording you extra time. He's saying, hey, investigate what you're waiting on. Research what you're waiting on. Do a thorough investigation, deep dive study of what it is that you want and ask yourself, do you match it and wait? So the reason why we're waiting is because we don't match it and wait. See, in, in order for you, the reason why you're waiting is wasted is because you're not increasing the weight or losing the weight. When you step on that scale, you heard me say there's plenty of videos, but if it's your very first time, it's your first time hearing it. When you step on a scale, that scale lies to you. That scale only weighs your body, but it doesn't weigh your soul. It doesn't weigh your emotions. It doesn't weigh your thoughts. It doesn't weigh your spirit, man. Do, do, could it be that your spirit, man, needs to put on more weight? And your emotional, your soul and body has to lose some weight because whatever it is that you want, you got to match it in weight so that you can be equally yoked. See what I'm saying? So we have to say the reason why I have to wait is so that I can increase in weight or lose the weight to match what I'm waiting for in weight. So you have afforded time that God has given you for self-improvement and personal development. This might involve acquiring new skills. You need skills. Like you got to be a skilled wife. You got to be a skilled husband. So many people are skilled at, at the look of a marriage, but they're not skilled with the skills of marriage. So you need marital skills. You need parenting skills. You need personal skills. You need theological skills. You need mental skills. You need emotional skills. Everybody wants the thrills, but they don't have the skills for the thrills. So you have to say, okay, man, I got to make sure that I have the skills. I got to further my education, understanding what marriage requires, what parenting requires, what entrepreneurship requires, <clears throat> what business requires from a holistic standpoint. We got to ask, what does it require of me spiritually? What does it require of me mentally and emotionally? What does it require of me physically so I can increase myself? Or pursuing hobbies and interests that you neglected. That's for self-care. Focusing on self-growth can help you feel productive. Those are key and prepared. See, in order for you to go, you got to have the right feels. You have to have the right feelings. You See, I when I preach and when I teach, and I know I, I, my teaching and my preaching is a byproduct of my productivity, and I feel prepared, oh, man, you're going to get the best word from me. Wherever I go, I got to make sure that, I, that, that everything I do is a byproduct of my productivity. Not out of my procrastination, but out of my productivity. Because when I feel productive and I feel prepared, I give you the best. And so if you want to give the best, the best, you got to get to that level of feeling where you you feel productive. You know what that feels like. Oh, I feel productive. I, this day was a good day. I was productive. Also, you feel prepared. Listen, what will make you scared is when you face something that you're not prepared for. We, we end up scared of the things we're not prepared for. 
Do you know there's some scary parts of marriage that you better be prepared for? There's some scary parts of parenting that you better be prepared for. Fear is not absent. No matter how much faith you have, <clears throat> fear is going to challenge that faith. But when your faith is fortified and strong, that fear disappears. That's some scary parts of marriage, some scary parts of parenting, some scary parts of business, some scary parts of ministry. And if you're scared, easily scared, that means you're not fully prepared. But when you fully prepared, it's hard for you to be scared because you feel productive and you feel prepared. Last but not least, you got to stay informed and adapt. I mean, you got to stay close to the Holy Ghost. Stay informed because there may be some some changes. There may be some things altered to your plans. It says, keep yourself informed about any changes or developments related to the situation you're waiting on through prayer and fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Sometimes circumstances evolve and staying updated can help you make informed decisions when the time comes to act. Be prepared to adapt your plans as needed based on new information. So as the Holy Spirit is guiding you, you got to be adaptable. You got to be flexible. Because I'm going to tell you something about God. Walking with God is not easy because you don't know what he's up to. And I love that because if we knew everything God was up to, we won't be dependent on him. We won't be rested in him. We won't trust in him. But when you know that God is who he is and you may not know what's going to happen, you can rest because, you know, God is setting you up. Every setback is a setup. And so I want to encourage you today to lay in the delay, rest in the delay. Because right now God is at work. And as favorable outcomes as waiting for your preparation. And so I hope this video is a blessing to you. I got time, maybe one or two uh, interactions. Break, uh, break says, nice threads, Joshua Ezzy. Great suit, shirt and tie. Thank you so much. Just got back from teaching the kids. A great topic and divinely timed because I really needed to hear this right now. God gets the glory, my brothers or sister. Everyone is listening. Holy Spirit, thank you for using Coach Josh for this message. God, he definitely gets the glory. Joshua Ezzy is a modern day prophet. God gets the glory. Blue says, wow. Wow is right, my sister. If your faith is not tested, it cannot be trusted. Amen. Josh, you are a hound of heaven, my brother. Thank you for the encouragement. I appreciate you. Jazz says, when our delay is not natural or is, or is from God. Some delays is because of us. Some delays is because of God. See, what I mean by delay, there could be some things that God been wanting to bring into your life, but because you haven't allowed him into your life to get that life and life more abundantly, then you weren't able to receive the abundance. So it all talk takes self-reflection, looking in the mirror and say, man, am I nearer or do I just feel inferior? And when you begin to really be honest with yourself, you begin to see, okay, I'm delaying this. There's God's perfect will. That's God's permissible will. God will permit things because he gave us free will. But there's some things we got to ask ourselves, am I the reason why I'm delaying this? Did, could it be that there are some things that should have been our lives by now, but it's our fault? So that should put some uh, urgent urgency in us for us to begin to say, God, show me what am I doing that's delaying the process? Because sometimes God's like, this thing was supposed to be delivered in August, but it's September. Or it was supposed to be delivered last year, but it's this year. And there's some things that we got to change in order for those things to change. Jazz says, when our delays not, okay, got you. I needed to hear that. God gets the glory. Oh, wow. It's like you're talking to me. God gets the glory. Every setback is a setup. Three angels says, how can we not let the delays consume us? What you got to do is lay at Jesus' feet. Mary and Martha, as Jesus and the, the entourage and all the people were walking through a town, Martha said, hey, Jesus, I got some roast in the oven. All I got to do is get the cornbread and the sides together. Me and Mary can get this down, get this good for you. Come on in the house. 
and counter and Jesus was counterculture because back in the Bible days, women were not meant to be at the feet of the prophet or the order or the uh, um, the man of God. But Mary was at Jesus feet. So you can almost imagine Martha getting the cornbread mixed together, getting the collard greens on the stove, getting all the sides together. And then she's getting frustrated because she's doing all this work. She's doing all this serving. But but she got mad at Jesus because she was like, why are you allowing my sister? Doesn't know this. Shouldn't she be in the kitchen helping me? Jesus did correct Martha and said, Martha, Martha, you're troubled by so many things. What Mary is doing is what's necessary. This is what's necessary. And what she's getting from me will never leave her. So you have to learn how to consume so you won't be consumed. And when you consume at the feet of Jesus and you're in your Bible and you're praying and you're and you're laying at his feet and you allowing him to help you defeat the things in your life internally and externally, then you'll begin to see that the delay don't even feel like a delay. For instance, the the, the years it took for me and my wife to get married after we meet it, after we met, in the moment, it felt like years. Now we don't forgot how that felt because we've been married for five years or when we was trying to get pregnant or she was trying to get pregnant and we were trying to have our baby and all that, those challenges and circumstances that we went through, it felt like ages. Now we don't forgot how that felt. So what am I saying? When we began, when we kept consuming the word of God and we kept consuming the food that Jesus was feeding us and consuming in our purpose and allowing a purpose to make us full so that we can feel what we was meant to feel. Then the season didn't consume us, even though we were frustrated at points, even though we was discouraged at points. Now, on the other side of it, we're like, man, that thing felt like that. Most things that we're waiting for, when you actually get it, you forgot, you forget how much you had to wait for it. You forget about it because now you have a thing, but you also got to be prepared because you got to eat from God so you can have the strength that you need to maintain when the actual thing comes. Because most of us are not prepared for what we are asking for. But if we really got what we wanted, it will consume us. You think the delay is consuming you? Imagine getting the thing that you're asking for. That thing will devour you. Hope they This was definitely what I needed to hear. This is uh, seriously pushing something in me. God gets the glory. It was a lot to get this message out. Can can sabotage delay you? Yes, yeah, self-sabotage is the biggest thing that sabotages things. There are some things that some people are just not going to get. They didn't become legit enough to get it. There's something. That's the, this is a strong warning that I'm going to end on. There are certain things that will be denied because we didn't maximize the delay. There are certain things that will be denied because we did not maximize the delay. God gave you the extra time for you to develop. The delay was giving you time to develop, but because you didn't maximize the delay to develop, now the thing that you want is denied. And there's there's going to be a lot of us who, when we get to heaven, God's going to be like, this is what I was trying to get to you, but you never got it. I don't want that in my life. Do you want it? Do you truly want God's best? Then become God's best in his rest. So, yeah, we can sabotage what we're waiting on. Kerr, last one. Why does it feel like so much is required of us to get what we pray for when so many others get the same things not having to meet such requirements? Great question. The devil blesses too. The devil blesses for charisma. God blesses for character. And so when everybody else is getting it, 
They won't keep it. What do you prefer? Do you prefer a brief season of having it or do you want the full season of having it? Do you just want to get to a place where you got it but lose it or do you want to get a place that you got it and you kept it? So don't get caught up in comparison looking at other people getting what you've been getting. The thing is, most people are, are, are have what it takes to buy a wedding but not what to keep, not, not enough to keep the marriage. I'll say it again. Enough people, uh, uh, say it again. A lot of people can afford a wedding, but they can't afford the marriage. A lot of people can make a baby, but they can't ensure that that child becomes a man or woman of God that was predestined to be. So everyone can get it, but not everybody can keep it. So I want to be a keeper, not just a reaper. You see what I'm saying? So I want to be at a place where I have the strength to keep it. And that's why God is allowing you to go through so much to whom much is given. Much is required. See, responsibility is having the ability to respond. The issue is a lot of people are so immature that all they can do is react. But God wants us to be first responders quick responders, people who can actually respond with the word of God, respond in faith. And you cannot get faith or, or activation of God's word in one's life without belief. And you can't have belief until you become. And so when you begin to understand you have to become so that you don't succumb, then you'll say, okay, I need to go through these extra trials. I need to go through these extra things in order for me to be the king and the queen. I need to be uh, to dominate in the area I was meant to dominate where I don't lose anything. So, so much is required of us to get what we pray for because the enemy prays. So we have to pray so that the enemy don't pray on our things. So when you have perspective, experiences, understanding, then you understand pace, you understand prayer, you understand things greater when you go through greater things. So to whom much is given, if you want to be given much, you're going to be required much. And the people out there that's getting it right now, their Instagram look good. Their online looks good, but they're going through hell offline. Hope to help. You're so welcome. This is a word, definitely confirmation for me tonight. Been seeing the word delay a lot tonight. God gets the glory. Sincerely says, I'm struggling with that. I pray this was helping for you. Wow, God bless. That's right. Full season. Do we want God more than a thing? That's where it boils down to. God wants the impurities to rise to the surface of your heart so you can wipe it off. That's why we go through fire for purification sanctification. We have to be purified so our motives can be genuine, so I can desire our desires to be genuine. So we'll love God so that we can use the thing to, to serve whom God loves. If you just love the thing, you can't use the thing. I want to use the thing called marriage to serve people. I want to use the thing or the concept or the construct of parenting to reach my daughter, to reach the people who are fatherless. So when you love God, you will know how to use the thing. When you love God, you know, you'll begin to know how to manage the people. Then when you get that husband, you know how to manage, you know how to serve. When you get that wife, you know how to serve, you know how to uh, steward them. And so when only stewardship is only learned or understood through fellowship with God. Great. Thank you for bringing it out of me. Uh, three angels says, I want that deep relationship with him, with Jesus to have a mature view. It starts with being at his feet. Take some time to study that Mary and Martha story. I forgot what it's in. I was just teaching my kids that the other day. I believe it's in Luke or so, but just look it up. Y'all be blessed. I got to go. <clears throat> so I pray this uh, video was a blessing to you. Check out all of our uh, books, card games, coaching programs. If you had a place right now where you want to get to that place of purpose, 
where you're thriving at it on a high level and you want to ensure that you have crystal clear clarity about your purpose and you begin to have that understanding of what is required of you to fulfill it at a high level to the point to where you want to have that generational wealth passed down to your children's children then my friend check out my purpose program right now on my website mycoachjosh.com if you desire those outcomes in your life, if you if you're tired of being clouded and understanding your purpose, you you have an idea of what your purpose is, but you're losing the purpose of your family. If you're a highly successful person and you're successful financially, and you're a high level entrepreneur, high level achiever, high level affiliate, but you're only successful professionally, but you're not successful personally. And you're seeing right now that you're losing your wife, you're losing your husband, you're losing your children, you're losing your health, you're losing your mind. And money can't buy what you wish that you had by your side, then my friend, my program is for you. If you're at a beginner stage of purpose or you deep in the depths of purpose, but you're not maximizing your multiple purpose as well, then my friend, check out my multi-purpose program today. If you need some mindset work and you limited by your limiting beliefs and you want to have freedom of mind to think on ideas and think on things that are above, got programs for you too. So go to my website, mycoachjosh.com. I'll go ahead and type it here now so that you guys can have it. And if you're watching me later, the link will be in the description box or in the comment section below. Definitely both. And if you're on my live right now, you've been in my programs and you're like, man, let the people know how it's been a blessing to you. Also, check out my other books like Multipurpose. All of my programs birthed from this book, How to Find and Fulfill Your Purposes in Life. We just, doesn't, we just don't have one purpose. We have multiple. If I don't fulfill my purposes as a husband, then what's the purpose of this video? If I don't fulfill my purposes as a father, what's the purpose of my books? So I have to fulfill every purpose at a high level. And if you want to get to that place where you're operating in your multiple purposes at a high level, then get this book here. And if you need a little bit more in-depth uh, 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 help with a 90-day or a six-month program, then check out my programs online. Also, check out our merch, Well Done. It's the movement with that goes with the book. If you're struggling with soul ties or strongholds, this book, The Purpose of Freedom, will be a blessing to you. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed, but you have to walk in that freedom, though. So if you want to learn how to untie soul ties or uproot strongholds, this book will be a great book for you. If you're faced with a situation or an individual and you don't know if it's a counterfeit or a counterpart, and you don't know if it's supposed to play a part in your life, then this book will help you properly test what's in front of you so you only receive God's best for your life. This book right here is Counterfeit or Counterpart. Also, if you're struggling with your feelings, but you really want to learn how to self-regulate those feelings and manage them, then this book, Facts Over Feelings, would be a great tool for you. If you're in a situation right now where you're married or you have children or you have any opportunity in front of you or whatever that you have in your life, but you're not storing it well and you don't feel like you're whole enough to hold the stuff, then this book, The Holding Journal, will be a great resource for you. If you're single and you really want to understand the purpose of your singleness so you can maximize your singleness so that you'll be able to get in a season of mingleness with that one that you want to be with, then this book, The Purpose of Singleness, would be a great review. If you're not dating someone, but you really want to get your non-negotiables ready and be able to really make sure that you're dateable for the person that you want to date forever, then this book, Dating Prayer, will be a good book for you. Or if you're dating someone right now and you need the right questions to either end the wrong relationship or extend the right one, this book is good for you. Or if you're married to someone and y'all just not, your, 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 your relationship's not on flames. It's not it's not on fire, but you, you want to have a fun, interactive way to make sure you guys are on the same page, then this book, Dating Pro, will be good for you. If you have a third grader, fourth grader up, 
and you want them to ha early, have an early start in a purpose or whatever the art is, this book, as he says, would be a good, great resource view. If you're struggling with spiritual warfare and you want to better understand the whole armor of God, this book, World War Me, will be a great resource for you. I pray these books, coach, coaching programs, card games, all this stuff will be a blessing to you. They're all available on my website, mycoachjosh.com. And you can go ahead and um, check out all those resources there. Make sure you check out those coaching programs. My uh, first group of students are, are about to end right now. We have about 12 students so far, and we're about to recycle this thing in October. And if you're ready to get into these programs and really, uh, really invest in your personal development so that you can see what God has made has in development for you, then get into our my mindset or purpose programs today. Fill out the applications. Go ahead and see if you qualify. If you need help, financial support, let me know. But for those, the more, the more, the more of the program is based upon your personal investment into the program for your personal growth. And so we believe that within three to six months, you'll be on that smooth path of, of purpose, mind clear. You have the tools you need to ensure that you're not the fool you used to be. And I've been there, my friend. So I've done all the work for you. I prepared assistance for you, and I'm excited to have you a part of our program. So check it out. I love y'all. Y'all be blessed. i catch y'all next time. Uh, and if you want to support what I do, you can also do it on my website as well. If you've been blessed by this, you want to be a blessing, that's cool too. Help this channel out. Help what we do with our mentoring programs. You can also invest, not invest, but uh, give, and we accept. We appreciate your generosity in advance. We love y'all. Y'all be blessed. Peace.